episode. You're distracting me with your distraction. Like, what is going on? I'm recording this already. This is going to stay on camera. This is going to... You know, listen. You did not say we're ready. You said it's oh, been a while. Did you guys hear that teacher? Oh, my God. I am being attacked. No, I'm going to debate if I'm going to leave this in so that people see how I you have, attack me I off have, camera. I have hashtag Hashtag Team Anna. Yeah, you're going to start that again? Oh, That's an I old thing. I didn't start that at all. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm not going to get into that. I know you won't. No, not. I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to get into that. Of course not. Hi, Anna. How's it going? It's been very well. Welcome Thank to you. the Creative Spin Podcast. Thank you. Another episode. My pleasure. Welcome. I said my all right. pleasure. That's it. Bye, guys. No. Um, are you ready to uh, to, oh, to dive into this uh, to this topic of today in which we're going to talk about media? Ooh. The media. What about media? Like uh, we're going to talk about media or well, yeah, media? traditional media uh. versus. Um, I, I don't like to call it new media because it's not new anymore. You know, uh, current. Uh, the current media, I guess, the current <laughs> state of media. Um, yeah, and the differences of of what's going on on both ends, in which the quote unquote uh, traditional quote unquote old media is kind of. Um, I don't think they know what where to go, what direction to, what to, to go. Do. I think they do. It's just there's a lot of politics into it. Mm-hmm. I I believe this is my personal opinion, and I think that uh, they're scrambling a little bit to uh, to figure out what to do, especially now in these uh, pandemic days. Um, and this all came to me because uh, a couple of articles came up on uh, on the news uh, yesterday and today. Uh, well, when we were recording this. Um, and, and that's why I wanted to kind of just go through one article, uh, that I, that I re- was reading, uh, from, uh, one of the, uh, newspapers online and, uh, because it, it talks about a lot of different little things. And I think that it, it kind of, um, we'll be able to kind of discuss, uh, I mean, give our own opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Who are we? Who the heck are we? Who, who the heck are you? I don't know. So know uh, let's hit that intro, and uh, once we come back, we're gonna we're gonna be discussing the uh, the future of radio and TV and podcasts and 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 our predictions oh. of the future, and then we'll watch this again in thirty years and see how wrong I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Creative Spin Podcast. Buckle up, you're in for a show. All right, so the news that was out there, uh, and I know you read this as well, uh, it was all about how uh, there might be as many as 40 uh, local TV outlets and, uh, and about 200 Canadian radio stations that might be forced to close their doors in, within the next three years. That's, yeah. That's a, yeah, I did see that. It's yeah. a big number. It's, it's a, it was like, okay, that, that's quite a big hit. That's yeah. quite a big, uh, a big number. And um, does it surprise you? No. Why? Uh, I've seen... Over the years, the um, a lot of these TV stations and radio stations sort of um, undermining what was happening in the world in the sense that, and I get it uh, from from a, a professional point of view, they 
always defended. They are the true journalists. They, you know, they're that that's their profession. And you know, anyone these days can just have a blog and create news, or you know, what's fake and what's not fake. I do think, however, that that was not the right approach to it. The right approach could have been how can we use this to our advantage and how can we add this new perspective, this new mm-hmm. um, way of doing news, of doing media to the tradition, to what we have. Yeah. Because of that resistance that I have seen, I'm, I was not surprised to read. It makes me sad but I was not surprised to, to hear and read the news that I yeah, read. Yeah, I, I think this this kind of reminds me of the old story of the Netflix versus Blockbuster. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> the, the fact that, uh, you know, at the time when Netflix was trying to sell the idea to Blockbuster, Blockbuster said, no, kid, we got this, you know? Yeah. Nobody's going to touch us. We've been around for years. Uh, we, we've got an empire and, and, and nothing happened? is... Yeah, now uh, Blockbuster... Uh, they're an Airbnb place. <laughs> they're down to one Airbnb <laughs> place or something like that. Um, and, and I think you're absolutely right in terms of, of, of the traditional media not, um, not taking the advantage because... I don't think they embraced what was they, being... I believe done. that they were the, the, the group in the best position mm-hmm. possible to actually take all of this anew quote unquote, because it's it not better. new anymore. But when it came, when it started to pop out that, you know, oh, guess what? We can do stuff online. We can, we can, you know, get the news online and go on to YouTube and mm-hmm. use all other platforms to actually uh, extend our reach yeah. to our public. They were in the perfect position and they kept themselves saying, nope, we got this. Yeah, we know al- what we're doing, it kids. It almost made me think of, you know, the time of monarchies, the king was up there, and God forbid if you even looked at the king. And yeah. And it was almost like that. It was like you have to embrace what's new. And I felt like that. W- I was just looking at some radio stations, uh, sorry, some TV stations, and there were a few known ones here in Canada that have posted on YouTube, have not posted anything for the past eight months. So the last thing they posted was like January of this year or yeah. December of last year. But but I I do have to say I, I also did a lot of research and and I, I went digging into obviously you know I went to a few of the TV stations here in, in Canada. I also you know looked around in, in the states. The numbers are quite different. <laughs> it's interesting to see and that shows the the yeah. number of of the population uh, you know well, Canada yes. versus US yeah, obviously yeah. Uh, you're looking at let's say as an example I I, I jotted down the numbers just so I wouldn't forget because you know I'm getting old. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> age does a couple of things to your brain. Um, you so like say. as an example, Global News, uh, they have about, you know, close to 2 million uh, subscribers on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is, which which is, is very, great. Well, that's awesome. It's good. But when you compare it to CNN, they've got 10 million. Yeah. So that shows you the, the reach of the audience in, in the States versus here. And, and that's really just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. But... When I see numbers that, uh, uh, let's say, Global News or CNN or City TV or CTV or all these guys that are out there, why haven't they grown more? I think that, I think now, within the last couple of years, they have been trying to play catch up. But YouTube has been around for 10 plus years. Uh, Yeah. Facebook has been around for 10 plus years. Yes, they have a pretty good following, but 
why don't they have more? It's almost like they treated it as like that 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 kid that just showed up at dinner time and is like, yeah, yeah, sit over there at the end of the day. We'll I give you some leftovers and whatever. And that's how they treated social media and or I think social was, platforms. Let's, yeah, let's put it that I way. I think it was because of that particular reason because they are professionals in that field. And all of a sudden they see everyone posting, everyone doing things. And I don't think they took it seriously enough Well, be, because the... Um, yeah, I guess the background, if like a better word, was not there. You know what I'm trying to well, say? Well, and I get that. And and I fully understand yeah. their position when it comes to professionalism. Mm-hmm. I also believe that no matter if you are on a TV or a radio station uh, or a podcast or on YouTube, you need to be professional you at should. what you do. Yeah. Now, that being said, just because... Um, you don't have a piece of paper from a college saying that you're not a professional at what you do. doesn't mean it that doesn't you can't be good. Exactly. Right? I do agree. You go to school for a reason. There is, there is, there are things that you learn there that will, you know, make you a better professional. But now let me be a little bit of a devil devil's advocate in the traditional news sphere. You see a lot of crap. Yeah, you do. You really see some other stuff, but you really do. <laughs> you see a and, lot of crap, and it's just like in any other profession. Not everyone who holds a degree in a particular, you know, area means that they're the best at it. Exactly. And you do see, uh, you definitely do see that. And on the other hand, you see people like, for example, myself. I never, when I went to university, I never did journalism. I never did um, media studies. But I always had a genuine interest in yeah. media. It's just that my program did not allow me to go that way either. And you could have I, done it afterwards, but I you chose not say, to. And then I didn't go back to do a second degree because, you know, I started but teaching people are and all people, of that. And people can learn. People can, and can exactly. educate themselves and, and I get better. I actually have a genuine interest when it comes to this. So if I now choose to go back and do a media studies degree, I probably can do well. So yeah. even without it, it doesn't mean that I cannot do. And this is what I see a lot in, in you know, when I go to YouTube, I think, when I when I see Facebook, whatever. But I think that traditionalism blogs, view yeah. of, of what a piece of paper is, yeah, I think that has, has been kind of losing grounds because we've, I think as a society, we're realizing that the piece of paper does not make the person, the person is the person, right? Exactly. And it um, just allows you to get into that field and, and you uh, become an expert. That doesn't mean you're exactly. gr- good at it. And the fact that, and yeah. just going back to, to the actual traditional media, you do see a lot of, I mean, uh, everybody's throwing it out there, the fake news, but it is true though. Oh, like, they've used it. They've, they've fallen for it as yeah. well. And, right? and, and that's the unfortunate side as well is that before you used to say, oh no, if you're on TV or you're on mm. the, uh, you know, working for a, news outlet or whatever you, you're the real deal and all of that yeah that was what happened but not nowadays i think nowadays it, things are a lot different i have to be honest even if it is like a renowned name where if i see something let's just say you know the asteroid just hit earth and i see it on a known you know publication i don't fall for it and, mm. and maybe that's my issue, but I always need to double check well, in two, three different sources. Yeah. And once I see it in two, three different sources, it can still be fake news, but the, the chances it's, are It's not so very much the slim, fake right? news is, is uh, I find, and especially I think you see this a lot in the States. You see it here too, but even more in the States is the whole political side of yeah. news nowadays where they, they just kind of like... And they're very biased. They kind of sway one way yeah, or right or left biased. or up and down or yeah. blue or green or... or 
or red, whatever it is, and, and you see that, you feel that when they're, they're interviewing there someone. There are many ways of communicating the same idea. Yeah. And that's what your bias, even as a journalist, because don't tell me you're objective. It's impossible as a human being to be fully objective. Yeah. And, and so you do see that bias, right? And then as, as on, on this side, on this end, we need to be critical thinkers and think, okay, how? And then there's a sen sensational titles. And, you know, a lot of times I see titles that are like, wow. <laughs> and I, when I start reading, because I'm more of a reading kind of person, when I start reading the news, I'm like, that title doesn't really match what I'm reading. Exactly. You know? It's the, it's the clickbaity <laughs> titles. Yeah. And, but listen, I get it. Yeah. You know, there's so much out there. Uh, you need to have something to hook the, the audience and in. And that's the in, purpose of a title. But just don't make it so Sensational. Uh, right? <laughs> so uh, in this article, I just want to go back to the article so that we can go through some of these uh, these points and then kind of discuss, the re you know, what could have been done or what can be done or what will happen. I don't know. Uh, again, just, this is just two people here having a conversation about this article. Uh, apparently, so the Canadian Association of Broadcasters, uh, with this report that they issued, um, they're saying that the uh, job cuts and um, and and the uh, you know as as into TV and radio broadcasters, they actually um, have a revenue shortfall of up to a billion dollars, and this is That's estimated crazy. by the end of two, 2022. Yeah. Uh, and this is why uh, all of these um, closures are going to happen. Um, this is kind of, you know, in a, in a weird way, I'm sad uh, because I am a radio uh, person. I've me always, I, I love listening to, yeah. to, the, to radio, but not only music radio. I love listening to talk radio. I listen to Talk 1010 a lot and, and other radio stations uh, in the city. I, I love the art form. I, I, and thus I, I love doing this. I grew up listening podcasting. to the radio. Yeah. What I find is that I don't understand why radio didn't start, you know, a few years back, quite a few years back integrating with, with these new platforms online. Yeah. It's kind of like now they're playing, everybody's playing catch up. It's like, Oh shoot. Like, Look how many podcasts are out there now. Uh, we have a radio station. Let's start putting these things online. And let's yet okay, someone now, you've never heard of is a very famous podcaster. Yeah. Or, so you know, and I think that's yeah. what what got the, their attention is yeah. like okay, f f in the in the beginning it's like ah whatever he's just doing or she's just doing a podcast. We're the radio station, and now all of a sudden when you see some of these podcasters having a reach of like millions of mm -hmm. people per episode, they go oh <laughs> okay, we don't have those many people. Yeah. What's going on here? That guy that we say is unprofessional and doesn't know what they're, they're doing and, and swears a lot online and does all that stuff, all Still of a sudden, millions. they open their mouth and they reach millions. Uh, and I think now everybody's playing catch up. And that's where I'm like, damn, why didn't you just see this coming? Like, who is taking care of this stuff on their end that doesn't see it coming like that? Like, would you think that people, I mean, the internet is, is, is evolving like crazy fast. And wouldn't you see this happening? I, also, I mean, we had these conversations 10 years yes, ago, we man. Did. And I also wonder, and when we were having this conversation, I remember us saying that maybe they did have someone, a junior in the team telling them, but sometimes the age yeah. plays a factor. Maybe that person was too young he or she didn't know what you he or she was talking about right mm. that was probably the person they should have listened to maybe not go carry on with a full program but 
maybe you know what? Just Let giving me stop him, and giving think. them a chance, giving him, giving that idea at because least that suggestion this, a chance. Exactly, and this is where I think a lot of these, and not just uh, the media. I I see a lot of even business failing in that sense. Is that mm-hmm. there is that young person who understands the current trend, okay. and no one pays attention. I to also them, have to say, right? I'm, I'm I'm playing a lot of uh, devil's advocate you love here today. Doing that. Uh, but I also have to say, just because they're young doesn't mean that they understand everything that's going on but right now. But this is what I'm saying. Like, treat it with a grain of salt, but listen to it. Yes. Right? You got to you gotta pay attention There's to it and, and then, yeah, yeah do mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's concerning to see, like, I'm reading the, the news and I'm going, you know, uh, another uh, 150 radio stations could be toppled in the next 18 months that's that crazy. follows. This is obviously ton of jobs as well they're estimating about 2000 jobs people that are going to be left to do find something else to do and and get yeah. into something else and i feel like there w- there would not be a need for all of this had they had they just yeah. paid attention yeah. to what's going on in the world right yeah. and um and it's kind of sad to see um when when it's, it's like you're saying even in business you know We've had our business for 16 years. I started my business. I was a graphic designer. I always say this. I was a glorified graphic designer that didn't want to be called a freelancer. So I, 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 I registered my own company. And all of a sudden, I had a company. But since then, I evolved. It's been 16 years of growing, hiring people, changing things. Learning. I mean, I started off just with design. Now we're doing podcasts. We're doing video stuff. Things that I would never imagine to be doing at this point when I started. But I evolved. Imagine if I was just doing design and printing. Remember when, you know, in the mm-hmm. first years where yeah. 70 to 80% of our that revenue was, was printing was stuff. Yeah. And now we can safely say it's five to ten percent not even ten percent what am i kidding but, it's five percent but this is uh, this is with everything remember when i got called crazy a couple of years ago and i said i was going to start teaching online yeah right and and everyone just like no you you can't but i still call you crazy right? but not I because of that I have <laughs> but the thing is it it's where pre-covid a lot of the language institutions a lot of the learning centers were offering online options because people are busy or they don't want to you know leave the house and so when you're teaching adults they are motivated enough to sit in front of a computer and learn right yeah. and everyone was telling me you're nuts that's never gonna work oh look at zoom now eh? covid hits why didn't you you know right? invest in zoom we would have been uh, that would have very been. well off at this yeah, point yeah yeah but there you Damn go. And, and, but the thing is, in 2015, I got introduced to teaching through Zoom, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and every time I said it, I would, I would seriously, I had one person just go, Pff. and now what? Yeah. Now look right? at that. Now so everything is going to be through like a Zoom-like else, thing. It's yeah. right? So I, I don't know. They, so it, it doesn't surprise me to hear this. Though. Now I want your yeah. opinion on this, and, and I want to know if, if you feel like this is something that should have happened and or not uh, you know they're saying that um so th- the article goes on and on and says this is why we acted and decided to provide independent news and community radio broadcasters with a 25 million emergency funding as part of our sector-wide canadian heritage covid 19 emergency response this okay it's a big number i get it Everybody got hit because of of the pandemic. Um, obviously, uh, businesses had to you know look at their expenses, and 
I know it's kind of crazy, but uh, businesses, the first thing that happens when a business starts slowing down is they're going to pull off any ad they have or pull off any marketing, which is the only thing that brings them business. Exactly. It's kind of like, it's so contradictory, it's, but it, it is what happens. never do that. It yeah. is what happens. So I get the fact that they got hit with, you know, all of these um, clients that are backing away from mm -hmm. advertising with them. And now all of a sudden they don't have the same amount of revenue, but didn't that happen with every single exactly. sector of, uh, of business? Uh, why, why is it that, you know, all of a sudden, Oh, here's $25 million for you guys, but you know, you guys are just cleaners. So you're not going to get anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I, and I get, I get that there it's important to have the news outlets out there to, to provide us with information and all that. But I have, do we a, need so many. I have a question though. That heritage. I'm so much of a devil one. advocate right now. But that heritage that, uh, that called my attention. Cause I didn't read the, that one heritage in the sense of keeping programs going in different languages or as well. So, uh, and it also continues saying the, uh, in that statement, it reads, uh, additional funds, were also made available for organizations who do not usually benefit from uh, our existing programs, like independent broadcasters and producers of content in a language other than English or French. Mm. So it's interesting. They're actually, it, it's kind of broad. It, they're, they're trying to send it to everybody. But my bottom line is this. Um, I, I know we're dealing with, with uh, a crazy, you know, uh, situation here. Nobody was expecting this thing to happen. But we need to adapt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all need to adapt. I think that's the bottom line. I, I get that this this is a struggle, but like, hey, listen, it's a struggle on. for everybody. It's yeah. a struggle for me as well. It you know? was a struggle 100 years ago with the Spanish flu. It, it's, it's been a struggle through World War One, World War II. Name it. It's always a it's struggle. It's always a struggle. Right? And, and, you know, it's great that the government is stepping in and trying to help. I mean, it, it helped, uh, um, you know, a lot of people during this, this pandemic and, and businesses as well. I realize that, but I'm kind of like thinking, okay, is this just going to be a band-aid? Cause that's what it is. That's what it, yeah. that's my problem. That's my issue with this is that, too. you know, you're spending millions of dollars trying to fix something with a band-aid. And you're not fixing the problem. You're giving money so that they can keep the doors open. But what is happening on the flip side and what is going to happen in six months from now when money runs out and you still haven't fixed the, the issue? Or are they fixing it? I don't know. Probably they are. If anybody that's watching this or listening to us is is within, you know, the traditional media and knows of, of some kind of program or some mm -hmm. kind of change that is happening with their radio station or their TV station. I mean, I'm comment below I mean, it would be great yeah. to, to actually talk One to them the and find out i'm wondering and that's the other thing yeah. i just wanted, wanted yeah. to say like i might sound yeah. like i'm going against traditional media i'm not i'm not, not going i'm no. not i actually uh i kind of feel bad the only thing I'm, and this is not going against this is kind of like me going damn why didn't you see it coming because yeah. I, I think most people saw it coming I think and so. it kind of it, it really actually pisses me off to see businesses disregard what's coming when they can see what's coming. Yes, the pandemic accelerated that, probably. But the problem was there. But the problem was there. Everybody yeah. could see that. Yeah. Right? And it's kind of, it, it's, yeah, it's just one of those I, things, I, man. And then I'm wondering, because, again, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm not a TV person, um, but I am definitely a radio person. Like, for me, if, if and that's what caught, caught, uh, what caught my attention was, it's like, oh, man, I, I can listen. Yeah, I have a, my Spotify list and whatever. Yeah. 
but I love radio. I, I'm that's just yeah. who I am, right? I mean, we listen to radio all the time. All the time, right? And a TV, I'm not a, as much of a TV person, and and it annoys me that I have to be in front of a TV a certain time. So, in a way, if you can make your content available to me through another platform, great, because then I'll go check it out, right? But uh, there's a couple of things in here that I'm questioning. One is the heritage. While it is important and we're a multicultural uh, society and I'm the first one to fight for for that, mm-hmm. I my question here is, is it worth it nowadays to carry on with programs, on be it TV or radios, uh, radio stations that are not in English or French? Like, how big are the communities to justify that. Because, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll give an example. My parents are in their 70s. My mom now learned how to work with an she, iPad. She's playing with that iPad. And that woman does not listen to any radio station from Canada. She likes to listen to whatever radio station she's yeah. looking at. So if I tell her that, she's, if I tell her, you know what, uh, there's this radio station that no longer broadcasts in Portuguese for you. She'll say no problem because I can find the radio station from Portugal, for example. Yeah. Right? But my thing is, shouldn't they be looking at maintaining that heritage before the second and third generations who actually speak English and or French, but maintaining it from a different point of view? Mm. Uh, should they be rethinking the way they are doing well, these programs? Don't kill them. I'm not saying kill them. Uh, maybe yeah. do something different with them, right? Yeah, and, and I think that's where I'm hoping that that's where most of these yeah. uh, companies are now going towards is, you know, we have the infrastructure, we have the equipment, we have the people, we have the knowledge. Let's just start slicing Let's these things up and that. use and use them in other platforms so that it Toward, will become yeah. available. And probably, you know, instead of spending so much money doing one thing, now, oh, guess what? You're gonna bring in a marketing guy that or or someone that can, you know, put all these things into other platforms online and make it available online for other people and and start getting a bigger audience there. Hopefully, uh, the ones that do survive, I mean, it's going to be, these numbers are kind of crazy. I don't know the full yeah, amount. I didn't right. research that. I don't know the um, the number exactly of how many radio stations are out there in Canada, but that's uh, that's 200. That, that is, that that's that's going to be a scary lot. Amount, so yeah. I don't know how this is going to work out. But listen, uh, the Creative Spin podcast is going to be here. So if you're going to be looking at the TV and your stations or your uh, radio stations aren't going to be there as well, <laughs> we're here. Uh, hopefully they'll, they'll start their podcasts as well. <laughs> I mean, it's been crazy the amount of new podcasts now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's, but, but it, they just, it was what in the past, what, a year or so? No, it's six Two? months. I would say, you know, was, people, was it COVID? Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> people were getting, we're getting into it, but COVID is like, okay, people are sitting at home. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah. there's this podcast thing going on. Okay. What do you need? A phone? Okay. I got that. Let me oh, do a podcast. Like- and all of a sudden. And it's so cool yeah. because you're getting so many different programs. I'm calling them programs now because it's just like when you're going through the TV stations and you find yeah. that, that show that you like. This is now it, man. You got so many different. I get so notifications for book because I, I like to listen to different book podcasts. I couldn't keep up. Like if I were to listen to all of these and some of them, they're not my style, but yeah. uh, 
I, I couldn't. So I'm, I'm, I'm just sticking to the one that I use. I was listening to before. I might start listening to a different one or so, other than the Creative Spin podcast. Yeah. Yeah, well, but that, that uh, one you can. Li- you have I'm to listen to it twice, here. twice a day. But it, you can't keep up. That's the thing. You really can't. <laughs> All right. Speaking of not keeping up, I'm not keeping up with you anymore. I'm, I'm basically done Excuse recording me. here. Uh, we're, we're off to, uh, to do some other stuff. Um, if you guys uh, that are listening or watching us want to comment on this, give us your opinion. What do you think about the new media? What do you think? Where do you think this is all going? What do you think is going to happen with the uh, older media that's out there? Uh, should they, uh, you know, get their get their act together and do some more stuff on onto the platforms? I think so. Uh, let us know in the comments. Hit that uh, subscribe. Give us the likes. Give us the love. Talk about us, share us, you know, do whatever you want. We love you guys and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One, a company offering boutique private offices, co-working spaces and virtual office solutions, as well as meeting rooms in the best neighborhoods of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies and passionate business people. Workplace One is where you want to be with your business. For more information, go over to workplaceone.com.